Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, Hold'em Yale. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. Well, one Saturday, I'm in New Haven for a very large football game between the Harvards and the Yales. And what I am doing there is something which calls for quite little explanation, because I am not a college man. Also, what happens at the football game is quite a story, a moment which I will tell to you in a minute. Back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Hold'em Yale. The reason for my being at this football game goes back to one Friday night when I'm sitting in Mindy's thinking of very little except how I can get hold of a few potatoes to take care of the old overhead. And while I am sitting there, look up and see Pete the Pedder. Pete is a ticket speculator by trade, but at the moment he seems to have something else on his mind. So I watch him for a minute. Then he spots me and comes over. Hello, Broadway. Hiya, Pete. What's the news? There is no news. Say, is uh, Gigolo Georgie around any place? I do not see him. Why? I am looking for him. I see. You do not see. I do not see? He owes me 100 fish. You loan Gigolo Georgie a C-note? Eh, that is plain silly. Nobody loans Georgie anything except maybe a hit on top of his noggin. And that he does not have to pay back. True, very true. Then why are you looking for him? Tomorrow is the large football hassle between the Harvards and the Yales. You know that? I do not read the society pages. Uh, well, well, I give Georgie some ducats to sell at a fancy price. He takes the ducats and does a blow away. Leaving you holding the bank. But I hope soon to be holding his neck. Uh, well, he is not in here. Do you look in the nightclubs? He is always dancing with some doll who pays for the check. Eh, he is nowhere about. I see. Well, someday I will catch up with him. Mm. Meanwhile, Broadway, how are you fixed for cash? I am in a sad state of disrepair. Okay. Come to New Haven with me and the boys tomorrow, and we will see what we can do to come honestly by a few fish. You want me to help you hustle the ducats? Sure. I figure this is quite an affair, and there will be those who need ducats. We have them, and we sell them. Slightly above the market price. <laughs> why not? As you say, why not? Okay, Pete, you have got yourself another boy. When do we start? We leave on the train tomorrow morning. And when do we come back? As soon as we get rid of the ducats. Why? Do you wish to stay in New Haven? I do not wish to stay any place that is more than five minutes away from Times Square. That is what I tell Pete. But it so happens that I stay considerably longer than it takes to get rid of the tickets. And how that happens begins when I am standing in front of what is called the Yale Bowl. Now, this is no bowl at all, but is a large concrete place with no roof on it. Well, like I say, I am standing there innocently holding some ducats in my hand in case somebody wants one or two. 
then the scene is as follows. Pardon me. Pardon me. Huh? Are you speaking to me, miss? Yes. Do you have a time? Time for what? Well, I mean, what time is it, please? Oh, oh, it is now uh, 2.20. Oh, oh. Is 2.20 a bad time for you? The game will start in a few minutes. You do not wish it to? I'll miss it. I'll miss it. Well, that is pretty tough to do, seeing as how it is right inside. But Elliot promised to meet me here with the tickets a half hour ago. Oh. Well, uh, look, uh, I have here some choice ducats for said game. I will sell you one for $10. $10? It is a bargain price, because the game is about to begin and the market is going down. I... I have only 50 cents. Well, goodbye, little miss. Goodbye. Little Miss, why do you have to see the game? My my brother plays for Yale. Oh. Football? Of course. Why? Nothing. I wish I had some money. There are plenty of us who wish the same. But how does it happen that you have none? Well, you see, I, I left Miss Peavy's school in Worcester, and all I had was the fair here. Oh, I see. No, you don't. We will not have an argument about it. I couldn't ask Miss Peavy for any because... Well, because I ran away from the school. Why? It's rather a personal reason. Well, as far as I can see, you are in a tough spot. But I am unable to sell you a ducat for 50 cents, so goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for telling me the time. Think nothing of. Broadway, I am looking for you. How is it going? Not good, Pete. I have four ducats left. Oh, great, great. I got one, and so has Milk Air and Nubsy Taylor. And so you are stuck with seven ducats. Yeah, that is so. Say, do I not see you talking with that little doll as I walk up? Uh-huh. Who is she? I do not know her. But she tells me a hard luck story about somebody who is named Elliot and who does not show up with her ticket for the game. Why do you not try to sell her one? Because she has got only 50 cents. Uh-huh. Oh, here comes Milk Ear and Nubsy. How's the luck, boys? Milk Ear? Terrible. I stuck out the ducket, and from what I hear, the game is about to begin. Uh, what about you, Nubsy? There is no market for this ticket. Uh-huh. The game is about to begin. I am stuck with seven ducats. Uh, Pete, since you are not going to get rid of these, why do you not give one to the little miss, huh? Yeah. The one I see you talking to? Sure. Look at it. She is still crying. Eh, it is a hard luck story. Dolls always have a hard luck story. It is part of their character. No, I, I do not think this one is putting on the bike. Why not? Well, she says she comes from Worcester. And dolls with hard luck stories always come from San Francisco because the fair is somewhat larger. Hmm, that is true. But I think I got a better idea. What is that? Look, boys, I hustled ducats for many years now, but I never see one of these games. So I think I would like to. How about you, Milky? Me? Nah. Do you ever see one? Nah. Nubsy, how about you? This is the closest I ever get to one. And I do not think I wish to get closer. I often wish to see why suckers pay such high prices for ducats. Now is our chance. I wish to go back to New York. Broadway, there is no train until late this afternoon. We are stuck here, so we might as well see the football game. Well, it is an idea. So, come on. Now, wait a minute, Pete. What about the little doll? Uh, let us see. 
Come on, boys. Get your shoe pants here. Get your pants pants. Yeah. Pardon us, little miss. Oh. Yes? What is it? My friend here just tells me that you are hung out on the line. I'm what? He means I tell him that you are going to miss the game due to the fact that Elliot is not here. Yes, that's right. Well, look, uh, I happen to have seven ducats. We will take you in with us. Uh, that is, if you wish to accompany us. You, you mean you'll really take me in? That is what he says, little miss. Oh, I, I, I don't know what to say. Just yes or no. Yes, and thank you. Then it's settled. Are you Yale or Harvard men? <laughs> is that funny, Milk here? It is. <laughs> I guess it is at that. <laughs> okay, okay. Let us go. So we all start to walk to the place where we go in. And the little doll is so happy about seeing the game, she is bubbling over. In fact, she is so glad about it that she makes the rest of us real happy that we are able to do the favor for her. She has big blue eyes and turns them on Nubsy Taylor, who is more than somewhat fond of dolls, no matter what color eyes they got. Then she smiles at Milky, and I see that he is going to take the count. Even Pete the Peddler is getting soft as he listens to her while we walk along. Oh, I can't tell you how sweet you are. Why, I think I'd have died if I'd missed the kickoff. Kickoff? They are going to rub somebody out in there? I think I am beginning to like football. How can you tell when you are not even inside yet? They speak our language. <laughs> I like you. I'd be really happy if Elliot were here. Look, little miss, who is this Elliot that you talk about? He's my... I... Well, can I trust you? Now, that is a foolish question. Shut up, Broadway. Hey, go on, little miss. Who is Elliot? My fiancé. He... Father hates him. As a matter of fact... Elliot and I are going to elope after the game. After? Is football more important? My brother's playing today for Yale. You say your father hates this Elliot. Why? Because, well, because he thinks Elliot is, well, he thinks Elliot's after my money. Oh, you have money? Only what my uncle left me. Just a few fish, huh? Fish? Dollars. Oh, yes. He left me a million dollars. <laughs> milk here, milk here. Better be careful how you eat those peanuts. And make her stop talking like that. Well, you know, something tells me this Elliot citizen is no dope. I can't imagine why he didn't show up when he said he would. That is something that bothers me, too. Now? But I won't miss the game after all. Oh, you're all so wonderful to me. I feel as though I'd known you all my life. Uh-huh. It seems we now all have something in common. Broadway, there is nothing common about a million potatoes. Oh, look, here's our entrance. Let's hurry. The kickoff's the best part of the game. Uh, not where we come from. What? Uh, nothing. Uh, let us go in. Huh? You know, Pete, something tells me we better not see this game. Why not? I just got a feeling, that's all. Ah, come on. You'll love it. Here, little miss, take my arm, and we will go in in style. Here is another arm for you. Oh, you're all so wonderful. You must be important, man. <laughs> like I say, let us go in. Nubsy, Nukir, Broadway, we are now going to college. Well, we go inside what is called the Yale Bowl, and it is crowded with people. I cannot believe that so many citizens would sit out in the open to watch the Harvards and the Yale. 
But we take our seats, and the scene is as follows. Look at all the suckers. Oh, oh, if I only had the ticket concession. Are all these people in here just to see football? Look, look, here's my brother. See him? Way over there. I see nothing but a lot of Indians in blankets. <laughs> Silly, that's the Harvard team. And... Oh, we're on the wrong side. Wrong side? What do you mean? Don't you see, Broadway? Look around us. I am. I see more people than there are in Times Square on New Year's Eve. We're on the enemy's side. Enemy? We got enemies here? We will keep our backs together and go down fighting. Little miss, what are you talking about? This is the Harvard side. We are not for Harvards? Oh, no. You've got to root for Yale. We do? Of course. I'm for Yale. Don't you want to be? If you are, we are. Nubsy. Nuke here, Yale it is. I am now a Yale man. If that is the way we got it, that is the way we got it. Hooray for Yale! Oh, <laughs> you're just immense. Oh, look, the teams are coming out on the field. Stand up, boys. Yay! Yale! Hey, how do you like this little doll? She has leather lungs. Say, how many guys play this game? It is practically a gang war. Hey, you guys, take a look around us. What is the matter? I do not like the way the citizens in our immediate vicinity are eyeing our little doll. Yeah, they do not seem to be in favor of the Yales. Oh, I am not prepared for this. No rascal, no nothing. I know now we should go back to New York where there is peace and quiet. Nothing doing. The little doll is our guest. We do not walk out on a guest. I only hope we are able to walk out. They're lining up for the kickoff. Ah, this is what I am waiting to see. Stand up, stand up, boys. Stand up. I do not know why, but stand up. It is a born mobster. She is breakfasted. Look at what is happening down there. It is a free-for-all. Boys, if we do that in New York, the gendarmes will throw us in the clink. What happens then? Harvard's ball. First and ten on the 25. Oh, I see. Do you? No. One of the guys in the blue shirts has swept out. He was knifed because I did not hear a shot. He'll be all right. He's got to be all right. He has only a slim chance the way I see it. There are two tons on top of him. Look, he's getting up. And a boy, kill him! And she is so young. Hold him, Gail! I wonder how long this goes on. From the looks of it until they are all wiped out. Hey, Pete, look. We are getting some dirty looks from the Harvards around us. They do not like the way our little doll is screaming for the Yale. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Broadway, it looks like we might have some trouble. <laughs> well, well, it makes for an interesting afternoon. Back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Hold'em Yale. Well, that is the way it goes. The Harvards and the Yales go running up and down the grass, knocking each other from here to next Sunday. And our little doll keeps up a steady fight. In fact, she can yell about as loud as anybody I ever hear, male or female. We keep getting dirty looks from the Harvards in our neighborhood. 
Then the little doll mentions that she is chilly, and Nubsy and Milky had disappeared during what the doll says is a timeout. Then they come back, and the scene is as follows. Here you are, little miss. Put this robe around you. Oh, thank you. I have got a thermos jug of coffee for you. Why, why that's wonderful. Uh, boys, where did you get those robes and things? We find them. Yeah, we find them. How? The hard way. But what is the difference? Little miss, do you have a mink coat? Well, yes. Why? See, Nubsy, I am right. We would have carried it over for nothing. What has happened? Time's back in. Oh, we've got to score. We've just got to. How'd the matter stand now, little miss? Scoreless tie and, and only three minutes to go. Little miss, you say that citizen who fires the gun is just the timekeeper? Well, that's right. Why? It just makes me nervous, that's all. I figure he's going to hurt somebody. Come on, Yale! Come on! Hey, why don't you go over to the Yale side? Mind your own business. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Yale! You... you... <laughs> that's a great comeback. Yale's better than Harvard any day in the week. Except on Saturday, which is today. <laughs> you wouldn't say that to my friends here. Are they for Yale, too? Yes. Well, then tell them to go over to the Yale side. We've got seats here, and we'll stay. Isn't that right, Pete? That is right. So there. So there. <laughs> Honey, that's exactly as I'd expect you, Mandela. Especially the one with the broken nose. It means me. And the other one. Where did he get that ear? He is talking about my ear, and I am sensitive about that. I guess we better spread out, boys. Now, wait a minute, Pete. We are surrounded. Do we let them talk that way about us? Oh, look! look. What is happening now? One of the characters in the red shirts is all by himself. Look at that boy run. Go on, boy! Go on! All the way! All the way! He runs faster than Harry the horse. The night the gendarmes went to ask him a few questions. Get him! Why don't that citizen with the rod take a shot at him? Little miss, is this bad? He's going for a touchdown. Is that good? No, no, we'll lose, we'll lose. He's over! He's over! Oh, no, no, Yale lost. There's no more time left. I do not know what happens, but I gather that it is all bad, eh, miss? It's terrible. Come on, let's get those goalposts! Come on, you Harvard men, let's get those goalposts! What does he say? They're going to take our goalposts. What is that? Look, don't let them take them. I would not give you eight cents for them. You don't understand. They mustn't have the goalposts. What good those posts will be after they get them is a mystery to me. Well, I'm not going to let them do it. Come on, Yale, come on! Hey, where was she going? Search me, but she is heading for the field. She does not want the Harvards to take the goalposts. Pete, let us get out of here. Wait, Broadway. Are we going to stand by and watch the Harvards do something the little doll does not wish them to do? I do not like the crack that guy makes about my nose. And I am still sensitive about my ear. It uh, just so happens I have a dollar's worth of nickels rolled up in paper in case I get in a fight. A dollar's worth of nickels in a guy's fist makes him a pretty tough customer. As a matter of fact, I have a roll of nickels. It's a funny thing, but after feeling around in my pockets... I have, too. Then why do we stand here while the little doll is down there? Let us go. No, wait, wait. We are only four of us. I do not care. I wish to look for the citizen who makes the crack about my nose. I think I will give him one like it. We will fight for the honor of the Yale. I do not go to Yale. I never wish to go to Yale. I do not care to defend the honor of Yale. But it is for our little doll. And I... Oh, that is different. Let us go. Mm -hmm.
we go down to the field and get to where the goalposts are. By this time, there are several thousand harbors tugging at the posts, and I figured the odds are pretty heavy. But then I see that little doll climbs up and is now sitting on the crossbar screaming at the harbors. Don't you dare! Don't you dare I never did like dirty. Oh, I think yours would look much better down over your face. Pete, get me out of this hat. Let me out that guy. Pull up my hat so I can see. This is the you end can't... of peaceful talk. Here we go. Keep your backs to the post, boys, and let's go. About this time, one of the Harvards, who is nine feet tall, reaches over six other guys and hits me on the chin. While I am going through the air, two other guys punch me when I am unable to defend myself. By the time I pick myself up, I am pretty well out of the way of everybody and have a chance to see what is going on. And what I see is Nubsy, Milkier, and Pete battling the Harvards. Nubsy's derby is still down over his ears, but he punches a hole in it so he can see, and he is swinging right and left. The odds are too heavy. I run back into the battle, and the scene is as follows. I am having trouble breathing through this derby. We cannot hold out much longer. I am not so tired of getting hit as I am of getting up off the ground. I never figured these college boys are so good. Hold it, fellas! Hold it! Look! Look, these are game guys. Even if they do go to Yale. What do you say we call it quits, huh? Okay, okay, keep your goal post. Anybody who puts up that good a fight deserves them. Please, help me down. Come on. Nubsy, how are you? I will never wear another derby as long as I live. <clears throat> if I live. Nubsy, look. My other ear. The good one. Yeah. Now both sides of your head will match. Oh, you wonderful, wonderful man. I could kiss each one of them. I think nothing of it. Yale won't forget this. Neither will we. Does anybody see my shirt? My... Oh, look. Are they coming back? Oh, no, it's, it's Elliot. Elliot, here I am. Elliot, darling. Wait, wait, that guy, Elliot. I want you to meet him. He's a Yale man. Yale man? If he's a Yale... darling, are you all right? Yes. But if it hadn't been for these wonderful men, I... I jiggle old Georgie, you dirty little... Please, now listen, you... Elliot, what's the matter? Stand back, little miss. There is going to be a body going through the air. Oh, you're Elliot, eh? Now listen, Pete, Jiggle I... old Georgie, and you're going to take this little doll for a ride. You're going to elope with us. What's the matter? Why are you calling him George? Goodbye! I hope the engine is open. Goodbye! Take care of the little doll, boys. I'm going to take care of Jiggle old Georgie. Elliot! Come back. I do not think he will come back. From the way he is going, he will slow down only when he crosses the state line. From the way Pete is going, I say Georgie will not make the state line. Ah! He does not even make it to the goal line. Oh, the, the coward. Why doesn't he stand up and fight? Little miss, maybe you better turn your head. I will not. He's running from only one man, and, and you, you stood up against hundreds. I hate him. 
I hate him. Well, you change your mind suddenly. Come on, we'll find my father and I'll go home. Yeah, there's no use waiting for Pete. He will be busy for quite a while. <laughs> Well, after Pete takes care of Gigolo Georgie, we take the young doll to the railroad station where she says she is going back to Miss Peavy's school in Worcester. We put her on the train, and then we patch ourselves up and go back to New York. And I am very glad indeed to see her. Then I do not see Pete, Nubsy, or Milky for quite some time. In fact, it is a year later. And what happens then is the payoff, which I will tell you in a minute. I see that the Harvards and the Yales are going to play another game. So I figure I will help Pete hustle buckets. I mosey over to the terminal where I think I will see Pete, and sure enough, there he is. He sees me, and the scene is as follows. Well, 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 Broadway. I do not see you for a long time. How are you? I am fine. And how are you, Pete? Great. Just great. Hey, what are you doing here? You are going someplace? Well, I figure that maybe you will be hustling buckets again this year, and maybe you need another boy? Well, it is true that we are going to see the Harvards and the Yales do it again, but uh, <laughs> I am not hustling buckets. You are not? But you are going to the game. So is Nubsy and Milky. In, uh, in fact, here they come now. Well, what is that Nubsy has got on his hand? A hat. But it is not his usual baby. <laughs> no. Hello, Broadway. Hiya, Nubsy. Milky. Hello, Broadway. What is that you are carrying, Milky? It is what is called a pennant. It has got Yale printed on it. I do not understand. The little doll's father is so grateful that we pry Gigolo Georgie away that he invites us to the game in his private box. That right, boys? That is right. And I am wearing a soft hat. Uh, not that I expect trouble. This year there will be no trouble. We are sitting with the Yales. Sure. <laughs> now, we're all together, boys. Let us do it again. Okay. One, two, three. Bola, 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 hold them, yeah. <laughs> and so ends the famous Damon Runyon story... Hold them, Yale. Listen in again next week for... The Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the stories adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. Mm -hmm.